Our next six-table story is called Penguin, Lightning. It was written and rewritten by James D. Fisher. The readers are Quinn Kidd as the mother, Evelyn Axthelm as the daughter. Here's Penguin, Lightning. The evening was moving cloudily toward nighttime and things were going well. She'd found a dozen internet illustrations for one of her classes the next day, then she heard a hubbub in the hallway. She peeked out and saw her tiny daughter flash past, giggling, feet splayed into a reverse pigeon-toe formation, arms glued to her sides. Glancing past the child toward the living room, she saw the television was featuring a documentary about the strange little ice birds the child was imitating. She was being a penguin. Then a roll of thunder rumbled through the house, and the child stopped stock still and looked around. The mother thought quickly and yelled out with comic melodrama. Thunder boomers! Gonna be some good ones, says the little man on the TV. There were storm watches across the area, but no tornado danger was forecast, so she hadn't mentioned it earlier because she knew her daughter was afraid of storms. The child had a charming little collection of quirky fears, in fact. Once saw outer space spiders in the wallpaper and had been so furiously agitated that they'd traded rooms. The girl got the extra bedroom, and the mother converted the little room into a makeshift teacher's den and office. The comic penguin walking was over now. The child was still darting her little brown eyes around, trying to see where the thunder might come from next. As what was left of the evening light outside, the window turned greenish, and the wind picked up dramatically. The mother's concentration turned to storm calming. She ornately invited the child to come into her office. Most of the still wallpapered surface of the walls was covered now with bookcases. Do you know that penguins are birds? Of course! And do you know what they eat? The TV program apparently hadn't covered that little detail. Frozen peas and carrots. The girl frowned. They love frozen peas and carrots. And that, little friend, is why they swim so much better than you do. The little girl laughed and pursued a slight change of subject. And you know what we're all afraid of, all of us penguins? The mother thought about the storm and about how to avoid the idea of any kind of fear, but the child pressed on. Cats! We're afraid of cats, because we are birds, and birds and cats, you know. I hadn't thought about that. I did. Then there was a sudden sort of electric snap right outside the window, and less than an instant later the whole room filled with a bright flash and a simultaneous clap of thunder that surrounded and frightened both of them. They walked silently to the window and saw that the big oak tree where they'd hoped to hang a tire swing, was split down the middle. It was smoking. Then a torrential rain nearly erased their view. The child looked up. Will the rain wash the boomers away? I sure hope so. I've never been that close to lightning before. Me neither, but it didn't hurt us. No, but it sure scared us, like cats do to penguins. And you are a penguin, right? Sure! 
Well, I'm a big old cat. The mother got down on hands and knees and pretended to chase the child, who started jumping up and down with arms flat at her sides. She laughed at herself and at her mother, who was prowling with exaggerated movements, stopping occasionally to lick the back of a hand. The girl suddenly stopped and set her arms akimbo. I, I'm not afraid of cats anymore. You're not? Nope, because you cats can't chase penguins on all the ice. You'd slip and slide and fall down and look silly. Why, you little... This in the best Three Stooges voice. Then the mother flailed out her arms and thudded down so her chest hit the floor. She lifted up her head at the child. I slipped. I feel silly. You are silly, but the penguin will help you, silly cat. She came to her mother, hugged her neck, and began to pull her up. The mother resisted for a moment with some cat-like gestures and sounds and then accepted the child's embrace. With her head bowed to just inches above the floor, the mother looked past the child's knee at a part of the wall. And from this cat's eye perspective, caught a quick glimpse of spiders from outer space in the wallpaper. Any thought of painting over the wallpaper was immediately replaced by the thought of just how possible it is to fall in love over and over again.